0: Hi, welcome to adulthood petting podcast. I'm Annalise and I'm Kimmy. We're a podcast for college students, recent graduates, or anyone else who's also figuring out that being an adult isn't as simple as it's made out to be. Join us each episode as we share how we're navigating our careers, post your lives, and the whole adulting experience. You may notice that it's just two hosts today. Brittany, as we mentioned in the previous episode, has started med school. So she's been doing, you know, just med school stuff. So today we are just two hosts, but she will be joining us in the next episode.
1: On today's episode, we have Kiana and Shane. You might recognize Kiana's name from episode two, where we dove into friendship. And I mentioned that Kiana has been my longest friend, basically from birth. Um, And we have our partner on the show, Fiance, Shane, and they will be discussing with us the idea of getting married early. So they're in their 20s, and as of nowadays, it's actually kind of uncommon for people in their 20s to get married as more and more people, including millennials, are getting married in their 30s. So we're interested to hear that experience as well as what it's like and what their experience has been being in an interracial relationship. So, welcome.
2: Thank you. Thank you for having us.
0: Thank you. Thanks for joining us. I think it's, isn't it more like late 20s, early 30s? Because I feel like people, you know, it's so common to get married like 27, 28,
1: 29. That's your 20s. Okay, that is true. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, yeah. Like on the later
0: end. Yes. But still, yes. But either of you are in your late 20s. Yeah. yeah.
2: No. I'm Early well mm, relatively
3: <laughs> mid-20s i would say it's better classification early
2: to mid early no it's early 20s not 20s <laughs> we're not there yet. early <laughs> 20s please
3: oh no I, I just hit 26 i'm just like i feel like that's the hump over
2: <laughs> we reached oh, the hump good. but i'm still young yeah yes i'm still young <laughs> yes. cool
0: yeah i guess the fun question then on the topic of you know, being young when you were younger, <laughs> at what age did you think that you were going to get married?
2: I think always growing up, I thought that 25 was the perfect number. It just seems oh. like very like cut and dry. But then as like life experiences happen, you get older, you're like ah, 30, 31. Sounds good. 32. Oh, well, I want to do some traveling. So maybe like 33. But I mean, right. meeting Shane, it just like Happened a little bit sooner, and that's okay.
3: <laughs> yeah, it's kind of hard to honestly put like a real pinpoint number on that. It just, you know, it was kind of more of a thing, it's like you know you know. Mm-hmm. And I saying that because like I feel like before I'm at Kiana, I really didn't picture myself being married or ever settling down really. Mm. So it's like to put a number on something that I really didn't picture a goal is is kind of hard.
1: Interesting. Tied you down. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if that's like a difference in the male versus female perspective. Cause I think I it know. must be. Yeah.
0: Well I think like just like growing up, they're always like, you know, you hear stories of like young girls playing mm. what wedding or whatever. And I like, you know, it's, like, all talked about in, like, pop culture, too, where, like, the young girls have their whole book or whatever, their scrapbook of, like, magazine cutouts and now, I guess, like, Pinterest board and stuff like that, where it's, like, that's more commonly um, portrayed as, like, something that a young girl wants to attain versus, I guess, guys, which I don't know how common that is that people talk about, like, oh, when are you you know finding your princess versus finding your prince charming <laughs> yeah like that. definitely so
1: cool what about you annalise oh well, i have to answer
0: uh <laughs> <laughs> i don't know i feel like it's you know i i guess in my head like as a kid it was like you know like mid 20s mid late 20s um but now i'm now that I am, I guess, early, mid 20s, <laughs> um, I I don't know why it's not like something I think about because I think for me, I'm still like kind of just enjoying life. And I think for me, I would want to ideally date someone for a few years and then live together and then that happens. But, you know, I never know who I'm going to meet. I never know what's going to happen in life that I think right now where I am in life, I don't have a timeline or a set age that I want to be. Married at currently, just based off of like so much uncertainties that I have still.
1: Yeah, I feel similarly. Really. I felt like I never really had a certain age, um, which I guess could be good and bad. <laughs> but yeah, um cool. And then we also wanted to learn, Kiana and Shane, where would you say you are in your adulthood journey?
2: Um. Well, we recently bought our house this last year we thank you yeah um bought our house that was a big learning experience (laughs) big (laughs) adulthood thing um we have our two dogs as you have heard and seen (laughs) we have our two dogs um I am currently a nurse, so I have like my full-blown career that I actually am like putting my college degree to use, which I know mm-hmm. nowadays is like not something everyone does coming straight out of school. Mm-hmm. So I am putting my degree to use. Um yeah, just working the regular adulthood stuff, working errands, bills, <laughs> house payment, <laughs> stuff like that. So oh, house payments. <laughs> right? Yeah, a mortgage. <laughs>
3: Oh. <laughs> mortgage. always fun yeah yes. I would say that you know just like just starting out being an adult pretty much it's like just beginning it's like I feel like a lot of people at 21 or they graduate college high school whatever their finishing point is and then just like oh yeah I got adulthood figured out I'm like no <laughs> you got a lot of lessons young buck I feel like 21 to 23 was some of the longest years of my life like the longest lessons that I've learned and just some of the experiences right there and then like it is longer than 19 20 years Mm -hmm. so
2: yeah and we're still learning everything it's it's like
3: yeah each year is a lesson so I feel like we'll continue to just develop
2: yeah, they just started a new tax here in Washington, and we were like, "Why is so much being taken out of our paycheck?" Oh so we actually had to like wow. sit down and like read tax information, and oh my gosh. that
3: was a. like wow. Last paycheck, I worked less hours and I made more. Like this tax makes zero sense. It's so. crazy.
2: Well, wow. huh. constantly yeah. learning.
3: Constantly learning. Taxes are fun. <laughs>
0: Wow, are we getting to that age where we talk about taxes now?
3: Yeah, I think so. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to learn how to do cool. it, but I'm just, I'm like willing to discuss it.
0: Mm, okay.
3: It's like, you know, everybody has like one person's like, oh, yeah, I can, I can do my own taxes. It's yeah, so like yeah, all the numbers yeah. add up to me. I'm like, cool. I failed math in college. <laughs> you got it.
1: Nice. Um, and then if you two could also just share a little bit about how you both met. Um, you know, I'm sure you, I mean, when you did meet, do you think you were ready, like in that adulting experience or you're both in school?
3: I'll um, let uh, you oh, start.
1: Um, so when we met,
2: we both worked at the same restaurant and I was just starting my junior year of college. So kind of in the later stages and we were friends for a good year, like before we thought of each other romantically at all, like it was we hung out we're friends and then i feel like once we did get together we both kind of like sat down and we're like okay this is very like serious if we want to do this we're going to do it so yeah <laughs> we just sat down and did it you know so yeah we were we were friends for a good while and then we ended up coincidentally meeting each other at a bar after like, we had both gone out with our friends separately. We ended up at the same bar. And then, you know, tequila and, <laughs> and, yeah. and people. So, yeah. Yeah,
3: Maybe. it was more of I walked in the bar with my friends, and then I was like, I'm going to buy her and her friends a round of shots and see where that oh. leads to. Oh, and then, <laughs> not, not in like a bad way just like see how it like <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah yeah like, like you, you see your friend outside it's of exactly you
3: know, yeah, just like friendly gesture like you know I didn't end up returning to my friends I think at all that night oh like, I was like sitting there the whole entire time talking with her entire night and then ended up walking her home with their friends and then yeah wow
1: mm-hmm.
0: was there like at any point in your friendship were there like some some attraction to begin with like at what point did it go from being friends to well I'll
3: also states? there's also a should uh, side story that should be discussed in all honesty <laughs> so I, uh, when she just uh, started at the Cliff House I got out like a three year relationship and then I saw this pretty young thing walk into work <laughs> and then I remember <laughs> we sound
2: shit. like we're like old grandparents <laughs> talking about the first time we met I, I, you know
3: <laughs> mid to late 20s you gotta start developing you know your (laughs) old man terms a little bit but no and then i remember um i was just trying to talk to her and then she tried setting me up with one of her friends oh (laughs) because she was taken at the time but i did not know but then i just like instantly Mm. like went into my head just being all like oh I'm not attracted. She just instantly tried to pass me (laughs) off to like one of her friends. So I just like instantly kinda threw out the idea of that ever happening, Mm -hmm. but obviously still having the attraction for her, of course.
2: Yeah. So when I first met Shane, I thought he was very attractive and like getting to know him, being friends with him. I was like, he's such a nice person. He's such a good guy. He's so generous, so caring of other people. And like Shane said, I was in a relationship. So I was like, oh, you would be like one of the guys I would want one of my friends to date that I would totally approve Ah. of. You know what I mean? So. Ah. It well. I brought my friend to the restaurant that we both worked at, and they talked, and it just it you could no. tell it wasn't gonna work um, out between them. It wasn't them. a good vibe. Yeah, they, yeah. So then, yeah. after I got over my relationship, it was a few days before that we actually like saw each other at the bar, and that's when you bought me the tequila uh, shots. So yeah. Oh. <laughs> I like how you keep...
0: emphasizing that it was
2: tequila. Tequila, Thank yes. You Thank oh, you for that clarification. Bad things happen with tequila. <laughs>
3: well, it was like my sister's alcohol lesson when I was in, like got to high school. She was like, all right, you know, beer, you get bloated. Vodka, you might throw mm. up. Tequila gets you kids. <laughs> and that was my sister's alcohol talk with me.
0: Noted. Okay. <laughs> oh, I love that this got a public <laughs> podcast. <laughs> okay. So we kind of talked... I guess we kind of talked a little bit about this, but then like... um at what point – so you guys started dating. and How long were you guys dating for? And then at what point in your relationship did you to discuss
2: getting married? Uh, I think for us it was kind of put on like – we. our process was very accelerated just because purely yeah. living in San Francisco, as Kimmy you knows, like rent is super expensive. So right. I was coming to the end of my lease – at uh, my apartment just because I was going to be graduating soon. So we kind of had that like, do you want to live together conversation a lot Mm. earlier than I think a lot of other couples would have. Mm. If it were like different setting, if I wasn't living with like college roommates, if I were living with someone more long-term, I don't think that conversation would have happened as early as it did. Um, Mm. But then again, from the beginning, uh, I met Shane's parents like three weeks into relationship. So we both knew that we wanted to go further we just didn't foresee how quick it was actually gonna go until Mm. you put in a bunch of other factors like rent and then just sharing things We're like San Francisco it's expensive we might as well just share everything and then Mm, uh, my dog passed so then I was very sad and I really want to get a dog so then we got a dog and just one thing after another everything just kind of was super quick but i'm glad that it happened and i'm glad it happened the way it did and yeah i don't think that that was normal whatsoever though that like pace that we went at i think it was very fast but i think it was fitting for our situation what do you think shane
3: um i would you know agree to that somewhat i feel like you know it kind of fit our lifestyles going very fast to a sense you know like I was bartending. I was doing late nights and early morning bartending, which is, like, very unusual. And then you're sur- uh, cocktail serving, hosting, yeah. and going to school all at once, and partying like a college student all while hanging out and creating time for me. So it was just, like, mm-hmm. we're, we're going nonstop, I feel like, like, at the very beginning. So everything was just going so fast. And I think we just went with it also. Yeah.
2: And I think I knew early on that I could foresee a future with you just because Shane was one of those people that if I had 30 minutes in between classes, he would come to school, he'd pick me up, would go eat really quickly. Like he made the effort oh. to help me out throughout nursing school. I remember like a, a few times he did my laundry cause I just didn't have clean oh scrubs gosh. cause I forgot oh. to do it. So he just like picked up the pieces where I would maybe like, let things slip through the cracks and I always really appreciate that he would make the time and effort to come see me despite nursing school despite having a social life and trying to work at the mm-hmm. same time so I always knew from pretty early on that I could count on him and that's obviously something you want in a partner is like being able to count on them to you know make you tidy after <laughs> your whole crazy <laughs> schedule in life and everything else going on so
3: I also think um Having our first conversation talking about how cute our kids would be is uh, an indication yeah. of uh, how fast things will go.
2: <laughs> yeah, that was our um, <laughs> beginning conversation is we talked about how because of our mixed race that we would have like some pretty interesting looking children. So that was like from day one. I said, so that Gerber just said the president. Babies. I was
3: like, yeah, I think <laughs> we have the skills to make this happen.
2: Yeah, it set Whoa. the precedent early I'll on that. that we were going to be going down a path.
0: <laughs> well, then I guess tequila does do that. Yeah, where do I find these tequila shots? <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> just
1: kidding. I
3: mean, the bar we would, would used to go is just pour them like this big, so it's mm.
1: yeah. So we've learned a little bit about how you two got together, and it seems like you know things sped up very quickly. So was there a certain point in your relationship when you were like? okay, I actually see us getting married. Let's talk about it. Let's like set a deadline or what did that look like?
2: Um, so for us, our discussion of marriage kind of happened when we were talking about where we would move in case that I did get a nursing job out here in Washington. Um, just because adult things, you need like health insurance <laughs> and stuff like that. So we always talked about like, we would want to get married. We would want to just, I don't, I hate to say out of convenience, but so we could be on the same health insurance plan so that mm-hmm. legally our legal documents can be right. in order. So we had that conversation kind of before my adult career started. Um, we didn't really have a timeline of when we wanted to do it. We knew we kind of wanted to do it sooner rather than later just because it'd be easier for him to be on health insurance, it'd be easier for my job to have him on my benefits, life insurance, stuff like that. Um, but then COVID happened. So then the courts all closed down and then we're like, well, we can't really do that. So all these other things were going on. Like when we bought our house, it was so much harder to buy a house when you aren't married just because he, yeah, it, it it was unbelievably hard.
3: So many many things. (laughs) Like, I'm, uh, my dad's a, uh, U S veteran. So I use USAA for a lot of my insurances Mm -hmm. and like, She's on the deed of the house. It's like a 50-50 split. Like, we're both co-owners of this house. And I had the call to make everything through insurance because we were not married. And, like, for a whole bunch of loan purposes, too, they couldn't put um, her name on a certain area of the document where almost all loan of- officers require it to be. Huh.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: And... That was, like, at least 10 phone calls for a couple days straight. Because, like, I would call them. I would say, like, hey, I need her name on this part of the document. they go, okay, yes, it's done. And then I'll uh, email the loan officer, and they'd be like, I don't see it. And then keep repeating it. Oh, okay, I tried something new. I put it over here. This should work. And then they would be, oh, that's not, you know, standard. I need something a little bit more. I don't know the exact term for this, but, like, legible for them, I guess. Mm -hmm.
2: Yeah, they... Basically, when we're trying to get the loan in insurance for the house, like, they wanted it more clear than what USAA could do as far as working within their scope to put me, an unmarried person, to Shane, on the loan insurance Um, without me actually having any ties to any sort of veteran. So it's just, like... All the, like, Mm -hmm. legal documentation was very difficult being unmarried people just because we had no ties to each other. And especially when it comes to, like, bank accounts, we had two separate bank accounts because we're not married. So then they had to reach into two different banks. It was just, if we had been married before we bought the house, it would have been a lot easier. So, Mm -hmm. like, obviously, I want to marry him because I love him. But (laughs) I would prefer to have gotten married a little bit sooner just for convenience sake convenience of all of our of documentation things. like
3: if we just got a quote marriage and got like the ceremony when we still plan to get our ceremony done like that was mm-hmm. been ideal and probably been more beneficial for us yeah. for a lot of things like i could have like not necessarily like i'm in a job where i'm there because the health insurance pretty much Mm -hmm. where we could be doing something uh, different where I could make more money if, say, I'm on Kiana's Mm -hmm. self-insurance, which is a great plan.
2: Yeah, so we're kind of tied down in that aspect just because it's not on paper. I mean, even today we're at Costco and they were... Saying that I couldn't pay because Uh, we're not legally married, and Shane has the Costco membership, so it's just like I had the Costco membership, and it was like (laughs) one thing after
3: another. So much other like crap going on. I was like, okay, I guess you
2: show them like your wedding invitation. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) I was (laughs) like, I have my ring. What more do you want? Yeah, they were like, oh, because you don't have like a formal Costco Costco ID. I was like, do you ask every single Uh, couple coming in?
3: Couple of this, like yeah we do uh, yeah that was, that was
2: yeah <laughs> so just like even today there's just another example of like why being married would just be mm. easier legal wise Yeah. so yeah huh
0: but how will they know that you're married like do you carry on your marriage yeah i don't <laughs> know <laughs> you're married.
3: we had like bottle of wine in the cart and i always scanned my costco i had a costco card and uh, they're like, okay, can I see your ID. And I'm like, Yana's getting ready to pay. I'm like, oh, yeah, my uh, fiance is going to pay. Here's her ID, too. And they're just like, oh, it's your uh, membership. You have to pay. I'm like, I've never had this situation in Costco. This is ridiculous. Huh. I've been shopping at Costco's in multiple states across the United States. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> like, I've, I've been doing this.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Valued customer.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: So, yeah. Yeah, I was
2: like, I'm sure you don't ask every single couple, like, hey, can I see both of your Costco membership IDs? So it was just, it was an odd day.
1: (laughs) Huh. Yeah. So then when Shane ended up proposing to you, was that a complete surprise? Um, It was a surprise of,
2: well, I kind of had a feeling of when it was going to happen just because he asked me to cut his hair Mm. and do his, like, and trim his eyebrows <laughs> all within the same week. Can you also do your own
3: exactly? Nails like, exactly. I don't, I don't think my teeth could do that good of a job for. <laughs> no.
2: So yeah, it just I had a feeling something was coming just because my family was in town he was asking for all these like things he never (laughs) asked for so like hmm that's a little suspicious but before that i just i always asked him like oh are we gonna propose soon what's going on what are we
0: doing
3: i feel like it gets to the point for like some people (laughs) in long distance relationships when i'm talking to like some other friends that i've known that like gotten married and it's always like i feel like where you're watching tv and you're like oh That was a nice gesture they did for that proposal or something like, you know, the constant (laughs) uh, reminders or something like, I'm waiting for another paycheck. (laughs) I know here, like, I have it already on the cart online. Trust me. Calm down. (laughs)
2: Yeah, I didn't know the exact timeline of when it was going to happen. It's just like the week of I knew. But I I guess we never really discussed because our plan A was to get married before we bought the house and did all this stuff. So I guess I never really – we never discussed our deadline for plan B. So, yeah, we're just COVID rolling with it.
1: (laughs) And then since – okay, so you guys were planning already to get married before buying the house. So in this case, before you even moved to Washington for your new job – so like did you talk this over with your parents at all? And was there any judgment on their end or even from your friends? You could go ahead, Shane. Or
3: oh, uh, shoot, my family loves Kiana.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Start <laughs> off with the gut no, just kidding.
1: <laughs> yeah, you know,
3: like if, if we if we're if we're done, I gotta find your family. Oh wow. <laughs> yeah. That's the truth though. Like no, it's I already said, like they were down. From the beginning, like, they already knew that I was 100% sure. And I've never seen, like, my mom be so sure of anybody that I brought around them or anything. Yeah. So, it was yeah. just, like, there was no doubts that once I did it, they would be more than happy for me.
2: Yeah, and I think it also helps that your sister is already married, too. So, they're already open to the idea of... Hmm.
3: Yeah, my sister, like, we, we say that we got stuff going on fast. Like, my sister was forty by the time she was sixteen.
1: <laughs> oh
3: yeah, she got married at twenty two, had her first kid at like twenty four. Wow. I see. She just turned thirty. I mean she owns a house also. She owned her first house I think at twenty five too, which is when Same. I bought you yeah. bought the house. Which mm-hmm. is crazy. And then she has two kids. And I'll be seven. Scarlet's about to be five, like She's wow. been getting the ball rolling for a while.
2: Yeah. So I think your parents coming from that mindset of your sister moving at that pace and then you being around the same age, yeah, you you were going slow in their book, which like yeah. for my parents, that was very much the opposite. Like my brothers are younger than me. They're nowhere near getting married. So I think my mom always pictured me getting married at an older age just purely because that's when she got married was a little bit older. So I think... um When we first got engaged, she was like, oh, this is sooner than expected. I think in her Mm -hmm. mind, it just – she thought that I would wait until at least her age of when she got married. But, Mm -hmm. I mean, there was never any, like, opposition because obviously my family loves Shane as well. So there was never any, like, pushback. Mm -hmm. It was just like, oh, I'm surprised that this happened so quickly but then as soon as we kind of explained like for all these legal reasons like it might be more beneficial (laughs) to just be married like I never had any negativity around getting engaged this young so yeah and I think Mm -hmm. a lot of my friends too like one of my friends is getting married in a few weeks here so like we're kind of we kind of all moved fast in that sense but I think that's not very common Mm -hmm. as well because also all of Shane's friends he's like one of the first in his friend group to be getting married. So I think very different backgrounds as far as where our friend groups are at in their stages of life.
3: Exactly. Yeah, we're both on the opposite ends of the spectrum on that.
2: Yeah.
0: Do you think then, just curious, like now that you, like you're getting married so young, do you think your mom's mindset has changed for your brothers or – Oh. Or I, think, not
2: sure. I think it's still <laughs> going to be the same that they, my mom would still want them to be older. I think the big question is if they're going to oh. have anyone to get married to. <laughs> 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 uh. Yeah. Okay. Okay typical siblings <laughs> <songs>? <laughs> Well, yeah, just the way my siblings are right now, one of them's in a long-term relationship and I don't know. I don't know if he sees like me and Shane moving so quickly and like takes that as, oh, like it's okay for them to do it. Maybe we'll try it. So we'll kind of see what happens. They're also, they're not done with college yet either. I think once you're done with college.
3: And they're very uh, so in like young. very stressful situations in college, I feel like. So that's I like see. different Yeah, ups.
2: I feel like once you graduate, it's a totally different ball game, totally different story of like how you're feeling and where you're at. mentally to prepare for such a big step you know so Mm -hmm. so
0: both of you kind of mentioned that like you it was very quickly, and that I think Shane you said that you like you knew you wanted to both of you I guess knew you wanted to be with each other like long term from the beginning like at what moment did that kind of like click in a way or like I guess yeah, like is it is there like a moment like when did you know that this was someone that you want to spend the rest of your life with? Was it like a ga- gradual thing that they that you had to work towards, or was it like a very like instant like this is the person and I know for sure and that's it? You wanna go first?
2: <laughs> I think <laughs> so much pressure. No, I think um thankfully <laughs> like we're in a situation that we both had pretty Like long-term relationships that didn't necessarily have a great outcome. So we were both kind of in the mindset that Mm -hmm. like, if this is going to be a relationship, we're not just going to jump into any sort of relationship. Like it's going to be the next one. Mm. The next one is like the last. So I think we took Mm -hmm. it slow enough in the beginning, like as friends, that there was already a strong enough base that once we got into relationship, we were like, I know I like you as a person. Like, we had all of the our morals mm-hmm. lined up, so we're like, what's kind of? There's nothing in the way for us to be like, no, you know what I mean. So, I think mm-hmm. once we got into relationship, is pretty instant that we knew that it was going to be a long term situation. But then again, we had that whole year of just being friends where. we didn't even know we're going to be together. So once we did, once we had our sights set on being together, then it was like a hundred percent. We're both a hundred percent. in. I'm saying both of us. I had, I'm sure Shane feels the same way.
3: (laughs) (laughs) No, I mean, we both, I feel like, uh, going back to the, uh, other relationships, it's like we both witnessed each other in some pretty, ugly situations like saying it lightly too and um like definitely getting a rebound off that not saying that you're a rebound at all like just like recovering from that
2: rebound going strong is just like,
3: <laughs> this is a just like trying to get, yeah no marriage is a rebound of course yes you need a rebound <laughs> just get married, bro you no know, it's just uh it's definitely immensely a challenge to get out there on your own like you know, with Date apps and everything, it's kind of, like, mindless dating to a right. sense, I kind of want to say. And so you, like, mm-hmm. kind of get something that just develops super organically and just conversation was right there. And feeling safe from the beginning, I was just like, okay, just everything that needed to click, click. Yeah. And I really can't say I've ever had anything click, like, immediately with anybody that I've ever met, like a lot of the times, like you'll feel like, you know, for what Kiana said, like getting into another relationship and it being the one, like you could say that, but it also has to be the one. Right.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: So like it was, and that was I more think reassuring.
2: We're, I think we're super fortunate as well. Cause I know like, as you get older, it's harder and harder to meet someone. And especially like have mm-hmm. something kind of organic happen where you don't constantly have to like work at it every single day. So, I'm we're super thankful and fortunate that we were such good friends and it did happen like this for us. And I, this is like, right. I don't want to sound like I don't know cliche, but it's like a one in a million that like your friend turned into the one, you know? Mm-hmm. So, very, mm-hmm. very fortunate.
1: It was you all along.
2: Beautiful. <laughs>
3: <laughs> exactly.
1: <laughs> And then you had also mentioned earlier, um, Kiana, that you said something in the very first moments of you, maybe considering Shane as more than a friend, that like you would have cute kids together um, because they would be mixed. So would you mind just like sharing your ethnicity and then perhaps discussing how like if there has been any like bumps with you two coming from different backgrounds or like how you plan to raise your I'm assuming you want kids. Yes, you you're like <laughs> Yeah, I I'm assuming so. is that yes, yes. So she wants beautiful kids <laughs> and then okay. kids. Yes, we do want kids. How you plan to raise your like kids with two different or like multiple different uh races and ethnicities? Yes,
2: yeah, so I'm Chinese, Japanese, Mexican. Shane is
3: Caucasian and African American.
2: So I say that we would have cute kids in the sense that they would be literally a mix of the major nationalities that are represented, right? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that's I feel bad because obviously that's not an attainable goal for everyone. Like, just because your kid isn't mixed doesn't mean they're not cute. I just want to put that out there. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I we talked about how we would raise our kids all the time, and obviously, like coming from different cultural backgrounds like Mm. I would want to bring things to the table he would want to bring things to the table luckily we both Mm. are products of interracial relationships Mm. so I think that has a 100% made it way easier dating each other just because I mean my Mm. parents can't say anything Asian dating a Mexican and his parents can't say anything so (laughs) I think we were very fortunate in the fact that both of our parents had no no argument Mm -hmm. against us mixing outside of the race however like if we do go into a predominantly like Chinese neighborhood predominantly Japanese I know that as I'm I'm sure Kimmy you've like gotten looks before like if you're not fully purebred like some people Mm -hmm. I wish I like spoke Cantonese or something because I'm sure they would be saying something (laughs) so like Mm -hmm. getting looks beforehand about being obviously mixed and then uh, being with a mixed man as well it's just like death stares on top of death stares sometimes (laughs) but um you know it's our parents don't care so that's what matters to
3: us
2: (laughs) and i've been very fortunate in the fact that shane has been very open to the um, cultural beliefs that I bring and, like, what I would like to celebrate. I think our biggest thing that we put emphasis on is, like, our cultural foods. So, like, he very much appreciates mm-hmm. when I make sushi or, like, make something of my culture and, like, yeah, share with him. that's another thing. If
3: you make me hand-rolled sushi within, like, two months a day and I'm married. You know?
2: <laughs> <laughs> so I think that's how we share our culture with each other because we don't yeah. – I mean – the other stuff we don't necessarily push all the time. Like I would love to attend Japanese New Year. It's just not really doable living in Washington. So I think mm-hmm. our physical location has kind of obstructed celebrating some of those other cultural things that I would love to for him to get involved with. It's just not doable at this point in time. So right now we share our cultures in food and yeah. Anything to add, Shane?
3: Yeah. It's kind of like, you know, just you're – always used to being you're used gosh i'm getting the words mixed up you're used to always being judged is Mm. what i'm gonna say just like growing up Mm. you know you just get used to being judged by everybody kids parents everybody around you and so like it's just kind of sad to say but you expect it
2: Yeah, I think it's harder for you, too, just because you're Caucasian and African-American. I feel like those cultures in particular, it's either yeah. one or the other. You know what I mean?
3: Mm-hmm. No, it's, it's like, and I've lived in very, like, opposite spectrums. You know, growing up in San Francisco, you have a lot of rich and a lot of poor in certain parts of the city. And I went to my uh, private school my first year, like a very prestigious private school and we only got in because i am half black oh. was honestly the sad truth like i was one in 12 black kids in the school it was oh. a student body of 250 and oh gosh. literally like the first half of the school year i remember uh, there was people that would come up to me like um caucasian kids and be like i've never felt your hair before like i've never felt mm-hmm. anything that felt like this i would literally start charging the money because it would like, it happened so consistently that they had an assembly about it. Like, the one black oh, teacher my talked about it. They're like, don't touch our hair. Yeah. And it was like, and then, I didn't go back to that school, obviously, for many reasons. And, um, the school in my district wasn't available at the time, so I got sent, like, all the way across town to the predominantly black Mexican school. Mm-hmm. And so, Experiencing both spectrums in that way and trying to figure out your identity in that too. And where do you, lie? like, am I, you know, like going to identify more with the white kids in this school or with the black kids in this school, like who is going to really accept me also. Mm-hmm. And so that growing up was always kind of like a mental battle. And you always think about like, for your children too, like, Mm -hmm. I don't want them to go through something that is going to make them uh, have any, like, self-identification issues. Mm -hmm.
2: But now they're just going to be a whole mix of a lot of things, so they're not going to know what to identify with. (laughs)
3: Yeah, it's going to be be interesting for sure.
0: So then I guess, like, aside from, you know, the cultural traditions and the love of food and the food from your cultures, like, what other things do you wish you could pass on to your kids about, like, you know, just being in an interracial relationship or just, like, being from, like, a mixed ethnicity background? What are some things that you wish you could pass on to your kids as well? Or is it still, like, you're kind of going to take it as it goes?
2: Yeah, I think I kind of – we discussed, like – letting our kids, when we have kids in the future, just kind of, like, be, like, I know, culture aside, like, I grew up very, like, Catholic, religious, and I'm obviously not very Catholic now. So I just think coming from that background of having something kind of, like, pushed on you is a great, like, learning experience growing up and is a great, like, building block. But now looking back, I just wish that I kind of, let your kids do what they want to do, kind of explore themselves, make their own identity. So I don't, I think when we have kids, we don't want to necessarily push any belief systems or like cultural beliefs or traditions. We'll just kind of let them explore and see who they want to identify as what they want to pursue. And of course, we'll we'll still celebrate our own traditions. Like I still want to participate in Japanese New Year and Chinese New Year and pass leases on to my children. And if they don't want to participate, they don't want to participate. So yeah, we'll still like, it's more of a suggestion, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> here's your culture. If you want to, you definitely can. <laughs> or if you want to bow out, then you definitely can too. So mm-hmm. I think from me and shane coming from different cultural backgrounds it's going to be hard to kind of blend that all into one and like here's all this historical information please take all of it so we'll just kind of take it as it goes and see what they're interested in and then kind of take it from there you agree shane
0: <laughs> he says right now i disagree with everything <laughs> well <laughs> end the podcast here <laughs> <just kidding. laughs> Uh, yeah, so to, I guess like wrap things up. How has wedding planning been, and what has that experience been like? Oh,
2: it has been um, hectic to oh. say the least. Oh.
3: <laughs> planning a wedding from like two mm-hmm. states away is highly suggested yeah. if you are looking to plan a wedding. <laughs> you know, why not try three states? Yeah, away that has definitely yesterday. been um,
2: a challenge we've had to overcome. Gosh.
3: And I'm just like yeah, when because when we did go down to visit and the day that you guys actually came to see us, Kimmy, Mm -hmm. (laughs) we were, I was so tired. Like I was so tired from, we just were bouncing around from like 8am going to like one place to another, signing a contract there, going to taste this, going back over there to sign that contract with the flower person. And then going back to the same place that we signed the venue at to go meet the DJ and then just like, it was tiring everybody out.
2: Yeah. So we mainly wanted our wedding to be in Southern California just because of my grandparents would be easily accessible for them. Mm-hmm. Easierly. I don't think that's a word, but we'll throw it in there. Um,
3: Created.
2: Exactly. <laughs> so yeah, planning a wedding in Southern California when you live in Washington is not necessarily ideal. Um, thankfully, my parents and family are very close by, and they have been very involved in. They have been going to venues, and I w- will be on Facetime with them, and we'll get to see like the venues. Shout through, out to
3: Kimmy and Ray. Yes,
2: shout out <laughs> to my parents. <laughs> um, so we get to see a lot of the venues through Facetime, which is not the traditional like. You go to the venue together. You make a date out of it. It's going to be fun. It's more of like a, okay, we'll sit on FaceTime and we'll watch someone else walk through our venue. But um, it has been interesting. We recently went down, as Shane was saying, to visit and do a bunch of wedding planning stuff just because we need to cram all of it into literally like five days. Mm-hmm. So as Shane was saying, from like 8 a.m. to 9 p.m., we would be going around seeing our vendors for food I don't know dress I went wedding dress shopping and I literally went to three wedding dress stores and was like okay I need to find my dress like at one of these because I can't like fly back down yeah. so it's just exactly. like it puts more pressure on things having to decide right then and there just because you don't know the next time you're gonna be back and we actually have to fly down again in like I believe early January to put together final details before we actually go down to set up everything for the wedding. Oh, wow. so yeah. don't recommend um planning a wedding out a state but if you do a destination <laughs> wedding i guess it's the same idea
0: so yeah. i was gonna say like destination weddings like how do people exactly because i hadn't thought about it like yeah. if you plan to be in a whole other country
3: you pretty much like yeah because i know somebody who's planning a mexico wedding you pretty much have to like let somebody else do everything like you give oh. them ideas and you pretty much don't plan anything else like oh because it's like, you get married, like, say, if you do Mexico, you're getting married at that resort. Everybody's going to be staying at that resort mm. right. as well. So it's like everything's kind of included with what you're buying, you know? Mm. So, in that sense, I feel like that could be easier, but it's also expensive and a pain for everybody involved with the wedding because you're also requiring people to just buy a whole bunch of crap.
2: Right, right, right. Yeah. And also we're trying to save money so we end up – I mean you could hire a wedding planner but we wanted to do most of it ourselves just for mm. – to save money. Um, mm. So that definitely puts another strain on planning just because you literally have to do all your research yourself, kind of put all the missing pieces together yourself. So –
3: Right.
2: Yeah, but it'll be fun it'll be a fun wedding <laughs> still planning <laughs> we don't have i'd say a good fourth of the stuff that we still need but most of the major stuff is still in place shane still doesn't have a tuxedo which will be kind of necessary the day of so that <laughs> is <laughs> that is the next uh task no no just t-shirt and jeans exactly right? yeah sweatpants i was
3: actually thinking that t-shirt sucks
2: Oh no! <laughs> no T-shirt tucks and Crocs, exactly. That's perfect. <laughs> so yeah, we're still a work in progress. I'm just glad that we did have the amount of time that we have because COVID kind of postponed everything. We have long enough time to where we're not stressing about it and trying to do everything within a few couple months. So I'm do mm-hmm. I am thankful for the delays in the sense that we do have more time and we're not as stressed because of it. Correct. Correct. agree with everything you just said. (laughs) (laughs) Ditto.
1: (laughs) Did either of you have something you want to share that you haven't yet? Mm.
2: Oh, I would like to share. (laughs) I have something to share. (laughs) Um, I think a major thing for us deciding to get married in the first place, we discussed a lot about morals and like big picture Mm -hmm. like grand scheme of things what are your belief systems just because I know in the past like very controversial like political election Mm -hmm. you've seen a lot of kind of cracks in couples where like your political values Mm -hmm. don't necessarily line up and I think that's becoming a bigger and bigger thing that you have to talk about before you actually get married because like let's say Mm -hmm. something like what happened recently happens again (laughs) then I've uh, seeing a lot of kind of relationships friendships as well kind of make or break just right. because of their different political views and their like sore like soul core, core values oh my gosh soul core. what i said yeah what i said <laughs> um so i think we had a major conversation and like sat down and like okay do you believe yes or no is, you know, do women, wow. women have rights? Yes, okay, women have rights. Perfect, check that off the list. How do we feel about universal healthcare? Great, okay, perfect. So, like, I think having that conversation about the big major things is, like, even if you don't agree, there's something, like, maybe you should talk about a little bit yeah. more in depth just because they mm-hmm. could. Learning
3: how to live with each other's differences like, a livable mm-hmm. situation, I feel like is really important for a lot of people trying to get into something.
2: Yeah, and especially when bringing up kids, like obviously you're whatever you believe you're going to want to pass on to your kids, and if your partner doesn't mm-hmm. necessarily believe the same, would you be okay with your kids not necessarily agreeing with how you view things? Mm-hmm. So right. that was my last two cents. <laughs> <Thanks. Yeah. laughs> anything else to add, Shane? Yeah. <laughs> Summed it up.
1: That's. I mean, that sounds like a really mature conversation to have. But also seems very fitting because it seems like your whole relationship has been like, okay, we're in like we're in for this. We're in this for the long haul. So we're going to just like talk everything out and make sure we're really transparent with all of the steps along the way. So it seems very fitting. But we've really enjoyed having you two on and just getting to know a little bit more about your wedding planning and what it's like dating early and getting married early. Um, and yeah, so thank you all for listening. You can follow us at Adulthead Pending Podcast on Instagram. And then you can join us every other Monday for new episodes. We can't wait to continue to share our stories and bring on guests like Kiana and Shane. Thank you. Thank you,
3: thank you guys. Bye. Bye.